Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. So wonderful to be with all of you today. I do bring greetings to my wife, Lisa. We just got back from Mexico. We had an amazing time ministering there. And before that, I was in Africa for two weeks, traveled in many different parts. And I was going to be sharing about some of those things. But I'm so thankful to be here in the house of God. Thank you for being here. Thank you for honoring God with your life, being here, part of this church. And uh, so thankful for each one of you. So thankful for Pastor, Pastor Blunt, Pastor Kim. They are such amazing friends of ours for so many years. Together, we are making a tremendous impact in our world. Thank you. Amen. Well, um, this morning, I wish I could take all of you to many of these parts of the world where we are working to show you what God is doing all over the world, saving souls, healing people, delivering people from all kinds of demonic oppression, strongholds. But you know what? We are making a difference. Together with God, we are making a difference all over the world. Amen? So I just wanted to show you a quick video to see what the Lord is doing around the world. Just take a look. This year, Harvest Now evangelists, pastors, and missionaries have worked and ministered around the world. Albania, Cambodia, China, Hong Kong, India, Italy, Laos, Malaysia, Mexico, Myanmar, Peru, Tanzania, Thailand, Vietnam, Zambia, and the United States. Thousands of people received salvation, baptism in water, healing, and the filling of the Holy Spirit. We rejoice over each individual life that was transformed by the power of Jesus Christ. Because of your partnership and faithfulness to God's vision of reaching people, we were able to minister from megachurches to meetings in secret. In 2022, Guinea, Lisa, and their teams preached around the globe. Men's meetings, women's meetings, training sessions, revival services, evangelistic outreaches, pastors' conferences, university outreaches, youth camps, and vacation Bible schools. Harvest Now teams ministered hope and healing to those who need it so desperately. We are blessed to share the gospel with the lost and counted an honor to share the truth of redemption and salvation. It was a blessed year. We thank God and give Him glory for all He has done. We thank you for trusting and believing in all that God is doing through Harvest Now and for equipping and empowering the move of God. As Hudson Taylor said, the Great Commission is not an option to be considered, it is a command to be obeyed. Thank you for being our partners, our supporters, and our friends. We confidently look ahead to 2023 with anticipation and expectancy of God's faithfulness. This is your harvest. Thank you, thank you so much. Well, this morning I want to talk to you a little bit about the world mission what we as believers can do and what we can be involved in, in reaching our world. See, for each one of us, God has given us 
a world to live in. Amen. Our world today has 8 billion people on the planet. And God has placed you here for his will, his purposes for your life, for your family, for your children, for your grandchildren. And God is so good. He's for you. And he wants to do great things in your life. I know we many times have challenges, but you know what? We, God gives us the power to overcome every circumstances, every challenges we face. Amen. But you know, God has a purpose for each one of us. He has put us on this planet Earth to make a great impact. He wants us to change the lives of the people that we are living in. Amen. And we know that's why God has placed you here to make an impact for our generation, for your generation, for your children, so that we can, when, we, when it's our time to go on to heaven, we have left something so great that's going to continue on and on and on until everyone in our world know our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So this morning, I want to talk to you about the world mission and what God is doing around the world. Amen. In Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter uh, 28, it says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God says, go into all the world. And I know not, not, not all of you can go into other parts of the world. But listen, we all have a world that we live in. At your workplaces, at, at, your, at school, or in, in your business center, or when you're in a, in, a, in a shopping mall, or in the grocery store. Listen, that is your world. That is our world. And we can make a difference. We can take a moment and share the word of God to people around us. Amen. A lot of times, you know, when we, when we share the gospel, people are open. When you just take a moment to share the love of Jesus Christ, when you tell people God is for you, they're taken aback because they have never heard something, a, a, a statement like that. What do you mean God is for me? Or what do you mean that God will do greater things in my life? But listen, when you take a moment with God... For people around you, your neighbor, people that you work with, your colleagues, people that you meet in your business. Listen, your testimony, your love is so attractive. It's going to bring others in the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Now for Lisa and I and our team, we, have, we lead a large team of ministers uh, in, in all over the continent. This is our new, uh, you know, we are, we are running with a purpose to reach 10 million people. And during this entire COVID time, you know, we could not go anywhere. We could not uh, travel international. We have been doing this for 45 years. We could not travel, we could not minister. So I, I asked God, I said, God, birth a dream, a vision that is so big in my heart that I know that it is from you. And that's why he, he spoke to my heart. He says, Guinea, I want you to reach 10 million people. That's doubling the people, number of people we used to reach last 40 years. Listen, I am running with a purpose. We are running with a purpose to change the world. Amen. And that's why this year we have already been in six different continents out of seven continents. Listen, we are going on your behalf. We are going in the behalf of Jesus, taking this good news of Jesus Christ until everyone hears Jesus. Amen. Then he says to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You see, when we, when we go, when you testify about Jesus to people around you, listen, God is going with you. 
You are not there by yourself. Jesus says, lo, I am with you, even to the end of the age. So wherever you go, wherever you are, when you step out by faith and testify what Jesus has done for you, God will use your testimony and change the lives of the people that you come in contact with. Amen? So it is very important for us, wherever we are, you know, to, to be a testimony, to be a witness of what has happened to you in your life and how God changed you. I know many of you, you have family members, and, uh, and you have been praying for them. Some of them, they have known God for many years, but today they're not really walking with God. Listen, your prayer is going to make such a difference. When you pray, when you show your love, when you reach out with care, listen, their lives will be changed because you took the time to go. You took the time to minister to people everywhere. I believe all of you here at Church on the Rock, you all are ministers. You have been part of this church for a while. You hear the Word of God week after week. You are taught the Word of God. You know how to share your faith with others. Amen. Jesus says in Acts, uh, Paul writes, he says, he says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Listen, a lot of times when you want to step out by faith, you might feel nervous. You might say, well, you know, I've never done this. It's only for Brother Guinea who goes all over the world, his wife, Lisa, they have been doing, let's just leave the work for them. But listen, Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit is, comes upon you. You have the power of God. So do not, be, do not feel weak. Do not feel fearful. Do not feel like people are going to reject you. You have the power of God. Amen. You have been empowered by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell you what you're supposed to say to people. A lot of times, you know, your fear and you being, feeling like you being, will be rejected. Listen, those things, you have to just shake it off. And just step out by faith and bring the good news to people all around you. You will receive power. We have been given the power of God. You have the power of God. And it's not just to you know, share the gospel, share our faith. But listen, you have been given the power to live a victorious life. Sometimes you, know, you have pain in your bodies. You're going through stuff in life. Listen, you have the power of God. You as a born-again believer, baptized in the Holy Ghost, you have the power to walk in divine healing. Amen. You have the power to make a difference wherever you are, wherever God has placed you in. My world is to reach 10 million people around the world. My world is to reach in every continent. And together, we can make a tremendous impact. Because why? Because Jesus has given us the power of the Holy Spirit. And with the power of the Holy Spirit, listen, you can make a whole lot of difference. Amen. You can do everything. A lot of times, I remember when I started out as a young man back in India, I looked at myself and I said, I do not have the resources. I do not know people. How am I going to do this? But listen, I just trusted God. I took God at his word and I said, God, you have put your word in my hands. So I'm going to just believe in you and I'm going to be led and directed by your Holy Spirit. And listen, one, one commitment to God, one, uh, uh, one encounter with God will change your life. Amen. I know God has been speaking to you. I do not know how it has been for you this year, 2023. 20, 20, 20, uh, but I just know that God will do great things in your life if you will just step out by faith. Your family, your relative, your loved one, your sons and daughters, your grandchildren. Listen, God wants to save them. 
Why? Because he saved you. There was a time I was, the, I, was, I was lost, undone, in sin. I did not know God. But listen, God had mercy over my life. Changed my life. I was the first one to get born again in my family. And now over 40 people in my family, family, we are all born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, doing the works of God all over the world. Amen. And that's what it's all about. God saved us. He put his spirit inside of us. Not just so we, get, we will just be you know, comfortable in our seats or be in our homes. Listen, we have something so great, so powerful. And he wants us to be used, our lives be used for his glory. Amen. So let's do this. Let's remember we have been given power and authority. We have been given the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will compel us to reach out to our neighbors, compel us to reach out to our loved ones so that none will perish, but everyone will know God as their Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. So the second thing I want to talk to you about is praying for the harvest. First of all, going into the harvest. Second, we have to pray for the harvest. You know, all of us, we have, we have people that we relate with, people that we, uh, that we know, and uh, sometimes they might be living far away in another state or maybe another country or, or maybe at another, another city in this, in this place. But listen, if we pray, that will make a tremendous impact. In, in Matthew chapter 9, it says, when Jesus saw the crowds he had compassion on them, compassion on the people, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. See, when Jesus sees people, he does not just see people as they are. He sees if they have God inside of or not. So that's what Jesus did. He, he saw people, they were helpless and harassed people. And he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Then he says, then he says to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Pray ye to the Lord of the harvest, or ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest. Amen? See, we have, Jesus said, if we will pray to the Lord of the harvest, the harvest belongs to God. And God has placed us here on this planet earth so that we will pray for the harvest of souls into the kingdom of God. Today in our world, we have 8 billion people, and half of the world's population are yet to know the name of Jesus Christ. I remember as a young man when I was 17 years old, I did not know nothing about ministry. I had never traveled outside of the place that I was raised. But, you know, I began to ask God, God, enlarge my vision. God, show me where, where are the people that need to know you. And I stepped out from my country of India, began to preach all over India, began to preach into Nepal, which is a neighboring country, way up high on the mountains. And me and my friends and many of our team members, we began to walk on those mountains. I mean, those were like hard works, you know, climbing you know, 3,000, uh, 3, 4,000 feet up on those mountains and go from village to village, preach the gospel. It was illegal to preach the gospel in that, in, in that time, but, you know, we did not care. We were younger. And we just went, wherever we went, we just preached the gospel. We will ask people, have you heard about Jesus? They said, we know everyone in this village. We have never heard who Jesus is. Yeah. So we will say, well, you know, Jesus, he, he, you know, he does not, you may have not heard about him, but Jesus is the son of God. And Jesus came and walked on this earth 2,000 years ago. And we, when he came, he brought good news from heaven. So we would preach the gospel to them, share the gospel to them, and people will receive Jesus in hundreds. 
in thousands. And we saw how the lives of the people began to change. We began to go back to all those different villages and plant churches. Because once they become Christians, you could not want to leave them there. So we plant churches. So over the years, we have planted over 600 churches in all these nations, all over Asia, all over Middle East, Africa. You know, so it is, it is harvest time. And we, so we all have, we can, some, sometimes we cannot go to some of these places. I've been hearing about the Middle East and how God is moving in countries like Iran and Iraq. And many of you uh, that are soldiers, you know, that have been in the military, you have actually gone and lived there. Listen, I want you to know that God is working in those nations. I was there in the month of April and things that I heard, some things I could not mention on, on television or on social media. But listen, what God is doing in those nations, how thousands of people are turning their hearts to Jesus Christ, it is amazing. It is amazing. That's why Jesus said, ask the Lord of the harvest. And you know, that's not very difficult to do. He says, ask the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. You see, I've been doing this for the last 45 years. If you ask me, Guinea, what is the greatest need? When you travel, what is the greatest need? We need trained laborers. You have the opportunity to be here in a, in a beautiful church like this where it's nice and air-conditioned. Listen, uh, we, we go to places, there is nothing. I was in Africa just three weeks ago. It took me five airplanes to go one way and five hours of drive, four days, just to go to this area where gospel has not been preached. And my friends, he was doing crusades. and and. And so we, we were there for an entire week, and we uh, had a huge stage, invited all the people. There, is, there, are, there are thousands of people from that entire region. We set up huge platform, preached the gospel. There was, sound, there was music, there was dance, there was, there was people everywhere. Thousands of people you know, came in every night, and, and they heard the gospel for the first time. They stood on their feet, and they heard the gospel because they had never heard the name of Jesus Christ and we preached everything we had. There was no light, there was no water, but you know what we had? We had lots of people, we had the dust and we had darkness, but listen, Jesus was there. His glory was there shining in the faces of the people. Little children, young people, they came in thousands to hear the word of God. I love Africa, I love Asia. I love the Middle East. I love South and Central America. I love the United States of America. We live, get to live in a great country like this. And listen, it is our job. It's our responsibility. If we will only pray that Lord the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest. There is a harvest that is so great. And, and, and if, we, if, we, if we don't go, if we don't send God's people to bring the harvest, millions and millions and millions of people will spend eternity in hell, lost without God. And so let us pray. Let us ask the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. You may have sons and daughters. Maybe they're out, you know, into the world today. You know, when you as parents pray that God will send laborers, listen, your sons and daughters, your children, they cannot hide from God. They cannot run away from God. Amen. God will send people on their way and they will hear about Jesus. Their hearts will cha be changed and God will use your prayers because, because that's what he wants to do in your family. Amen? Amen? The third thing I want to talk to you, 
Well, before that, I want, to, I want to talk to you about some of the men that I have followed for many, many years, people that have given their lives to preach the gospel. John Wesley, he was a Methodist preacher. He was an evangelist. This is what he says. You have one business on earth to save souls. I know you all, many of you, we are, we are business people here. You have jobs here, and we do different things. Many of you are just moms, and you take care of your home, your family. You take such good care of, of everything you do. Your house is beautiful. I want to come to your house. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but your house is so beautiful, so orderly. But listen, John Wesley says you have one business on earth to save souls. We have to save souls. We are responsible for the generation that we are living in. Amen. We can do some things. We can go. We can pray so that souls will be saved. Souls will not be lost for eternity. But the souls will be saved in the kingdom of God. Then there is a great missionary out of UK, United, uh, out of England. His name was William Carey. And he went all the way from, from England to, to my nation of India, where we have 1.4 billion people. And this is, what, this is what he says. He says, to know the will of God, we need an open Bible and an open map. Amen. See, we, we have to know God. We have to know the will of God, what he wants us to do. Amen. And we have to know that God's will is none will perish, but all will come into repentance. Amen. That's the will of God. And we have to know where the places people live where they have never heard the name of Jesus Christ. You know, there is a, when you open the map, there is a section on the map. It's called 1040 Windows. That includes much northern part of Africa, much of Asia, and, and, and some countries in the Middle East. These, these areas of the gospel, people have never heard the name of Jesus. Or they have heard, but because of persecution, because of a lot of different challenges, people have resisted the gospel. But listen, when we pray to God, because he is raising up people. This is his harvest, amen? Remember, when we pray to him, when we ask him for souls, listen, he's going to raise up people. He's going to send people into his harvest until everyone knows the name of Jesus Christ. Until everyone has the opportunity to receive him as their Lord and Savior, amen? There was a great pastor in Canada. His name was Oswald J. Smith. He says, the mission of the church is missions. You know, we come to church in Church of the Rock, and you are so, so wonderful. Uh, you know, you can come here, bring your family, and you worship God with all your heart. You feel the tangible presence of God. You feel that God is right here touching you, and you know that's what he is doing. But listen, what, it will be wonderful if we can take the same message of the gospel, the same word that we know, we can take it to the millions and millions of people around the world that have never heard the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The third thing, and the last thing I want to talk to you about, is to give or to send into the harvest. God has this greatest harvest. And I'm telling you what, it has been an amazing thing to be involved in serving God and preach the gospel into the nations of the world. We can send people into the harvest. In Roman, Paul's right, how shall, how then, how then can, how then can they call on one of whom they have not believed in. And how can they believe in the one, the one they have not heard? And how can they hear with someone preaching to them? And then it goes on to say, and, you, and how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those that bring good news. See, Paul is asking the believers, how can 
people here unless they are sent. We have to send missionaries. We have to send preachers to preach the gospel into all the world. Amen. Until everyone hears the name of Jesus Christ. That's why I'm so thankful for this church, Church on the Rock, that has done so wonderful and amazing uh, works with us, have given hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars to go into missions to, to serve people, to bring the good news to the people all over the world. Amen. So we can send or we can give. We can give our time. We can give our finances. We can give our resources so that people around the world will hear the name of Jesus Christ. You know, recently I was traveling in Asia, and I have so many, I have literally hundreds of young men and women. They are ready to go and, and give their lives to serve God. They're going out without, in a lot of times, I remember when I was traveling early this year, I met, I met some men that have been selling their blood. Are you listening to me? They were selling their blood to support missions. They did not have to do that. But I'm just saying, people will do everything to, to get the gospel out so that people will know the love of Jesus Christ. I have young men and women that say, Pastor Guinea, we want to go, we want, but we do not know how we can go. So we say, listen, you go and we will get behind you. We will help you to preach the gospel. So you can, you can give and when you give to a church like Church on the Rock, they know how your finances will be used. Amen. They know where to sow, how your finances will be effective. Listen, when you sow into our ministry, you get the best bang for the buck, as they say, for preaching of the gospel. We do not waste finances. We do not waste time. We, we go to places where gospel needs to be preached, where people's hearts are open, where millions of people can receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Come on, we can do this together. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. If we have great persecution, we have great persecution, we have great challenges. In the last few years, I have lost many of my missionaries that have been beaten and tortured and killed. Many other people, when they preach, they go to prison. But listen, we are not afraid of losing our lives. We are not afraid of laying down our lives because our master, Jesus Christ, he gave his very life for you and for me. He laid down his life for, for you and for me. His love is so great. So he, if he did that for us, for you and for, for me, how much more we will do for him. Amen? Isaiah was a, was a young man. We read about him. There's a whole book called, called the book of Isaiah. He was a young man, and he had an encounter with God. You know, he was, he was worshiping God just like you worship God right here in the church. And when he was worshiping God, he had a vision. He saw the vision of God. He saw the glory, the presence of God. He saw the angels. And he, he cried out, the angels cried out, holy, holy, holy. And he was worshiping. He was taken up in the, in, in the heavens. And God speaks to Isaiah. And this is, what, this is what it says. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, here am I. Send me. God is looking for men and women. God is looking for our young people. God is looking for people that he can send into his harvest. We are his people. Raise your hand. Say, I am his people. Say, Lord, send me. See, when we, when we say, God, send me, God, use me, 
God, take me to people that have not heard the name of Jesus Christ. Do not waste your time. There are some people, they just do not want to have a change in their life. Go to the next person. In America, we have 320, 350 million people. There are many, there are millions of people, they want to know Jesus Christ. They're crying out. They're sighing, crying, dying people right here in America. It is a tragedy for people from Asia, from India to die and go to hell. But it's a double tragedy when people in America, where we have churches everywhere, that they have to die and go to hell because they have not heard the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, we can all play our part. We can all go. We can all pray. We can all send. We can all give so that people in our world will know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. Amen. Would you stand with me? I just want to pray for you. And I know this word has encouraged your heart. This word has spoken into your heart. This week, as you go into your, in, at your school, at your, at your work, or at your job, I pray that you will have opportunities to share your faith with others. When someone says that they are, you know, they are, they are feeling the pain in their bodies or they are, are sick, listen, you can step out from your own comfort zone, and you can take the time to pray for people. You can send a text message, or you can give a call to people that you love, sometimes people that you do not know, that live in your community, in your neighborhood, and you can love them, you can pray for them, and you can be a blessing to people around them. And listen, whenever the Holy Spirit will remind you, listen, just know this 24-7, Brother Guinea and our team, Sister Lisa, we are going all over the world helping God's people preach the gospel boldly. In spite of challenges, in spite of difficulties, we will get this gospel out until everyone in our world hears the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands just for a moment. Father, I just pray for every man and woman, every child, every young person, Lord God, in your house. Father, we pray that you will touch every one of us today. Lord God, put an impression in our hearts, Lord God. Mark us for you and for your kingdom. Lord God, mark us so that everyone in our world will know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And Lord, if there is any prodigal here in this, in this gathering, our sons and daughters, Lord, those who have known you before, Father, we pray that you will send workers, Lord, send people in that path, Lord God, that our children, our grandchildren will not be lost. Lord, our families will not be lost, but everyone will come to receive you as their Lord and Savior. And for the nations of the world, we pray, oh God, that you will send forth missionaries, you send evangelists and pastors, Lord God, for the places, Lord, people that have not heard the name of Jesus. So, Father, as we join our hearts together, oh God, let your word be preached boldly into the nations of the world. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.